Hey, it's Cullen Moss, and you're listening to Fandom Family Chats. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Fandom Family Chats. Uh, I'm Jeanette, and today I'm joined by Amanda. Hello. Shelby. Hi. Tiffany. Hello. Today is Cullen Moss from um, Outer Banks and One Tree Hill. So hey, we're really me. excited. Big fans of both shows. So we are. We're, we're real excited to talk to you today. Well, um, glad to be here, y'all. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Oh, Tiffany yeah. has some questions to start us off. I do want to say, most of us have been watching The Staircase. Huge fans. We love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks so much. It yes. Uh, I'm really, really psyched about that one. Proud of it. Um, you should be. What a, what a cool show to, to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. I literally just finished episode four, like right before I hopped on here. So I'm that's a good one, isn't it? it? It was. It was really good. Don't I have I'm I'm on three. Shush. <laughs> just a lot I, of I good mean, family. I know, you know the story. A lot, a lot of good family dynamic comes out in the and mm-hmm. four. It's um yeah, it was what what a cool show. Glad okay. y'all are enjoying it. I, it's quite a it's it's a big leap um from uh <laughs> from Outer Banks or One Tree Hill for that matter. It uh, is. It's a really different role for you, which was awesome. Oh yeah. 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 I was, and I, yeah, I felt just the, the minute that role kind of came into my sights, I was like, I can do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were all just saying like before that we like, were really impressed about like you did really great in the, in these episodes and we were, we were oh, saying how impressed we were. So thanks a lot. Let's start from the beginning of your career. Did you know that you always wanted to be an actor? Um, I I know I, I I knew I enjoyed it. I knew uh, I didn't. I probably didn't see it as a career path. Um, but I just knew that I liked pretending to be other people. I liked telling stories. I liked, you know, anytime I would um, tell a story or retell a story, I'd have to I'd take on the voices of the people involved, like whether it's a family member or a friend. Or, whatever and I'd have to kind of become that thing um when I was you know whether we were playing uh cops and robbers or whatever and uh so I just knew I liked I I liked the idea of of uh telling stories and being uh (laughs) being outside of myself honestly like I enjoyed I enjoyed that so there were times where not necessarily an actor, but I wanted to be um, maybe a, a spy <laughs> or, a, or, a, or a private detective, somebody that could wear disguises. I asked for a lot of fake mustaches and stuff for Christmases. <laughs> yeah. Now I can grow my own. Thank you. Yeah. Grown but so much. It, it, tur- <laughs> it, it, did, it did turn into uh, a more um, self-aware, more uh, higher awareness of that acting was something I enjoyed. I mean, my parents got me lessons as a kid, um, took, put me into classes with some really good teachers, like from starting when I was six or seven and uh, in Winston-Salem and had some great teachers who made it fun and really, you know, helped build the, the basics, you know? And um, so, yeah, it's, it was, it was something that was always in my mind, but it was as far as a career that probably didn't really evolve until later on. It's funny you mentioned playing cops and robbers because I was going through your IMDb page and you have played a cop or guard like almost 20 times. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, a lot of that. <laughs> so I think it was a natural progression, you know, to finally get to be a DA um, in the staircase. Um, yes, a lot of cop roles. I don't know what it is about me just like a short squat Irish dude looking dude I don't know like cop um and not just cops like usually kind of unsavory cops have been what I've uh what I've played um but I you know uh I'm grateful for it you know if once you can complain about being pigeonholed or whatever and or cornered into a certain kind of role but there are worse things in the world if somebody looks at you and goes hey he can play this dirty cop why not you know if that's getting me work um i'll do it and i try try to make sure that they're all different i try to make sure they're not 
you know, that it's not just like this cookie cutter cop, cop, cop thing. I, you know, with this, with so many cop roles, um, I try to make sure that that I'm specific and uh, in each one. And a side note, I also, I, not only have I played that many cops, three times I have played cops who've met their ends by zombies. So zombie it. cops <laughs> too. <laughs> I love zombie movies. So. Dead, uh, if, if there's one um, you should dig up and try to find called, uh, called Dead Heist. It's a, it was an indie movie from years back. A friend of mine, um, Angus Hooverus, wrote it. My friend, uh, Bo Webb, directed it. Bo Webb is one of our um, camera operators, and, he, and he D, he's DPing this year on Outer Banks. Um, dear friend from Wilmington. But I think Bo directed Dead Heist, and it was billed as a uh, as a hip hop zombie heist movie <laughs> with <laughs> like with Bone Crusher, Big Daddy Kane, and um, and and zombies <laughs> in the bank heist, and uh, my friend Michael Braxton and. Um, Dom Santana was in it. He's played Suge Knight in a couple of things. Now, anyway, it's this crazy yeah. cast. And I played this deputy. My, uh, John Stafford plays the sheriff. Um, but I played this deputy who uh, gets attacked by a zombie, comes back as the zombie deputy, Ooh. then gets killed by the zombie <laughs> killer, Big Daddy Kane. Spoiler. Okay. But check out Dead Heist. It's, it's fun and ridiculous. I just uh, wrote I it down. That. I'm going to. Dead Heist. I love yeah. ridiculous movies, so actually, I'll check that out. So, yes, it's a lot of fun. Can you tell us a little bit about your time on the One Tree Hill set? And do you have any favorite memories or favorite scenes? Um, God, it, it just it's it it started so long ago. Um, yeah. that was almost you know that was I began almost twenty years ago on that. Um, that's insane um it it, uh, it doesn't feel we, that long ago i know we rewatch it often, we were in so high school so <laughs> well, yeah, like well i mean my oldest son was born between the the pilot and when it got picked up and mm. so and he's and he's turning 19 this month oh. so um that's wild <laughs> uh that man so many good times on that uh, on that set and on that show uh and no small part because of just all the wonderful people in the cast and on the crew. Um, and I was living in Wilmington at the time when, when I got cast in it. So it's just, uh, it's really, it's a rare treat that you get to, um, that you get to work in your kind of in your own backyard. And mm -hmm. uh, so, so I got to work, work at home and just had a kid was able to come home at the end of the day um, and had this recurring role. The Finn Cannons were uh, were the casting directors, the regional casting directors who have cast me in so many things. Um, and I had a new, uh, I had a, I, I was kind of newly into on the scene. I mean, I had not had an agent for very long. Uh, JTA has been my agent since I began out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Anyway. Um, I got in there and it was just uh, just how fortuitous. I mean, to get to work in Wilmington with those great people, um, it was always fun. Uh, and, and a lot of my stuff, you know, working with Vaughn Wilson, uh, who played Fergie, you know, we were the smoke and fire there, Junk and Fergie. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was it was us and Antoine um, and uh, and Lee Norris and um, Colin Fickus, uh, who was um, jimmy edwards yep. um the late jimmy edwards um but uh those guys were all just so so fun i mean just you know when when the cameras weren't rolling we just we were always having a good time um and um yeah everybody was very kind some of my fondest memories are probably i mean just the there's this ridiculous episode where 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 um junk and fergie were had become roommates with mouth yeah and, and we come home and there was there was a water gun fight with but with milk or something it was and it was 
like what the, we were like what the hell are we doing just we you know we hope nobody like we hope they don't go slow-mo with this and we're jumping over furniture and it was like it was kind of choreographed uh water gun fight that, i mean that was that was a lot of fun anytime working um with jackson brundage who played young jamie was was always a good time um he was he was just a sweet kid and we and just uh it was it was he was a, a fun element on set um yeah it was <laughs> uh the the one where he like winds up it was sort of the homage to home alone and um some other <laughs> stuff where uh fergie and i were supposed to be babysitting him and then he locks us out and winds up pelting us with <laughs> with paint guns that was a good time yeah, that was a good one yeah yeah <laughs> good times good memories so what about the um obx um set do you have any That's, favorite man, memories yeah i mean and i'm still making them um we're we're in a season three right now um Yes, uh, one one and one thing, and this is also true of the Outer Banks. I mean, of uh, 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 One Tree Hill, the people on the crew uh, are such an integral part of that. Obviously, they, they the people behind the camera, what you know, they they create our world, and uh, and what you see. Um, and Wilmington boasts like some of the best crew members ever i mean just and and coolest people um yeah our sound guys you know, we we got mike rail and all the in the cargioli brothers and uh, just um crazy just um we got bo bo webb the cam camera folks we had um peter kowalski there anyway just all these crazy good and fun people like just people you you want to be around and that's when the when the cameras stop rolling that's so fun and just, so you have this family um, there and and that's the case on outer banks um uh a, a lot of that crew i mean it was kind of one of the heavier roles i've been given uh, when that came along to to get shoop and so it was a little daunting to know that i'd be carrying as much water as i was so, but so it's all it was a relief to get to set and see how many of those people were that were north carolina crew members that i'd known throughout the years from other projects. Um, and uh, that was, a, it's always a great comfort. Our first ADs, Michael Jefferson, um, this season we're working with uh, Scott Saber. I mean, these are all Ooh. friends. I mean, real <laughs> true friends. And I knew uh, that name. <laughs> Scott Saber? Yeah, I know that name. Scott uh, Saber, uh, yeah, he's, he's, um, he's AD'd for a while now and um, good dude. <laughs> And he used to wrestle, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, everybody work, working with the Pates, working on Outer Banks has been really cool. Um, Jonas and Josh and uh, and Shannon uh, writes also. They're very collaborative. They've kind of opened up to uh, letting me bring whatever I wanted to to shoot um, and help me kind of um, allowed me to help shape who that was so uh so yeah it just um the collaborative thing on there those guys have been really cool about um just handing us the ball sometimes and just saying all right you know what i mean they, they have a clear picture and a clear vision of uh of the stories that they're telling but they they're very generous and uh and the kind of creative input they give to us and allow us to have and so again that uh, that cast too is so fun to work with you know um, all those all those young beautiful actors um, <laughs> are just like the energy that they bring is is really cool and contagious I mean so you know in all the scenes with them they um, again we're, we're allowed to there's some level of improvisation every now and then that's that either we resort to or that is uh, that is handed to us like just be like all right yeah do it do it by the script and now kind of feel it out and if you you know if you there's something your character would add throw it in there um 
and um and, and so that that's that's usually the case with them there's a lot of spontaneity among those guys especially you know, rudy um especially who plays jj he'll he'll throw in some random shit in there and so will uh and i mean they they all will and, and it's nice to you know to get something unexpected thrown at you in a scene because you respond honestly and like i can it's easy you know when i'm in shoop's shoes to when something's thrown at me i can i've got you know i know i kind of i know some shoopisms i know what he'd fire back with and it's it's so it's just it's fun to to get in those scenes like once they kind of get cracking and there's like a real dynamic everybody's everybody's really in in the pocket and feeling it and we've got great directors uh, valerie weiss um jonas is always a joy to work with yeah, that's that's an incredible uh group of folks it's fun it's always fun it's and, good and to I, hear. I would <laughs> i would like love it. to have an opportunity to uh do an episode where i'm in my civilian clothes <laughs> i'm always in the tan well, polyester true. and it's uh, it's warm down here in charleston and um it's not always the most comfortable uh costume but uh, but i yeah i can't complain too much what a role it's a great role it's great writing so it's a great show it yeah yeah it is. We're looking forward to season three. Anything yes. you want to tell us about it? <laughs> you tried to trick him, didn't you? Um, <laughs> Try. <laughs> no, and you know, and honestly, um, you know, I, I know, I, I, I don't know that much about it. I, I mean, I know what I'm involved in, and um, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, beyond that, I don't. Yeah, they, they, they don't. Yeah, I'm not. The, the, yeah, I don't have all the information. And, and if I did, I couldn't. He couldn't tell. Him. I don't want you to tell me anyways. That's part of the No, no. Just kiss me. <laughs> I'm, we're, we're all very excited for three, though. Yeah, we're, we're all a little obsessed with Outer Banks. We pretty much binge watched it like basically one night. Uh, yeah. It's, it's bingeable. I, it was a, I, I enjoyed the writing and everything, but I mean, I could tell or thought I could tell when I was reading um first the, the first season i was like yeah you know this probably isn't i'm not the demographic they're they're aiming at and that's and uh it might not be my bag <laughs> even that you know even though i was in it and enjoyed it and enjoyed all the actors mm -hmm, but yeah. once i watched it i was like i got hooked i was like okay yeah, yeah okay yeah. I, I like i like the outsiders i like goonies i like mm -hmm. i like all this drama mm -hmm. um Yep, like that's where we kind of came from too. Yeah, the Goonies. Yeah. That's the same thing. Me and my husband, we were watching yeah. it. We were like, "This is like the Goonies, like except for like, I don't, it's like the new spin on that." So I mean, we, we said the same thing, but yeah, us yeah. too. And um, yeah, it's it's great. I mean, just I, how how lucky uh, I, I feel so lucky to be a part of not you know not just a successful show, but a good show with good people involved, like all those. Um, kids they're not kids but uh they you know, feel like it to us yeah <laughs> yeah um they're they're all sweet and still and you know still um still humble and you know and and grateful so that's great and, and uh but they you know they deserve every bit of success that they're getting i think that's just so wonderful i mean most of them were you know relatively unknown stepping into this show and mm -hmm. yep. that will not be the case uh, it's not, not unknown now. now no no, <laughs> no. and they and they're just and it's just and it's cool to to say and really mean that they're they're just all good people and mm -hmm. you know that's not always the case yeah kind of the same thing happened like with one tree hill there was a bunch of no name people mm -hmm. and that one show made their careers yeah. i mean yeah they had you know it's funny the the when you're working with actors that young, I guess there aren't that many people who are established that would mm -hmm. uh, jump into a, an unknown entity like that. So yeah, the names were like Craig Sheffer and Moira Kelly. Mm -hmm. and yeah. Barry, Barry Corbin played uh, Coach Whitey Durham. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Moira and uh, it, was, it was cool to have those, you know, those seasoned people around, um, yeah. I think. That's a, that's a good design. They're there to kind of help 
usher and and um, and you know give dispense advice to uh, the the whippersnappers that are coming up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of those folks, the those um, One Tree Hill actors, man, just uh, good. Yeah, they they weren't known, but um, most of them kept their heads and mm-hmm. <laughs> and are, are good folks. I still you know I keep up um, here and there like with Hillary and with with uh, with Colin Fickus, with Lee Norris and those guys. And yeah, I mean we all come and Antoine. Uh, social media is a, a beautiful thing sometimes and sometimes horrible but at least <laughs> yes. for keeping up with people um it's a good thing we've noticed so, you've been in three nicholas sparks movies do you yes. have a personal connection with him or <laughs> is that pure coincidence because you were in wilmington uh he's my father um <laughs> no it's it's just pure coincidence uh they just they happened to shoot those those shows down there and I got to audition for them. Um, the Dear John, which was the second Nicholas Sparks project that I did um, that shot here in Charleston. Um, that was directed by Lasse Hallstrom and, uh, and I, who, who I admired as a director. I think he's really great. Um, and then uh, Safe Haven was the same director. So I think, you know, I'd, I'd like to think that Lassa, you know, remembered me well enough and knew that I could handle it. Uh, so, I mean, that, that might have had something to do with the third, my, uh, what made the hat trick there, the safe haven. But, uh, yeah, you know, just they shot in the southeast because that's what Nicholas Sparks writes, writes about. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, we got to do that. And that's, and I mean, that's... Uh, there's that's one of the benefits of having you know um i think a lot of actors down here myself included there's there comes a point when you're um when you're auditioning for stuff and you're you know you feel like you've hit a ceiling or whatever there's there comes a point or you, you get impatient and you want to go into the bigger pool you're like la or new york is calling mm-hmm. i have many friends who did that and i never did and part of it was because of my family um, uh, at the time, but uh, I, I never did. And the other part was just utter fear of, of getting lost in the, in the shuffle. But um, I think having, I think I benefited greatly from having stayed in the Southeast yeah. because so much has come through here and so many quality projects. And there's so many, um, there's just a really good talent pool down here. It's not just, you know, the, um, and, you know, this there can be a stigma around it, like the kind of the local yokels, and that that by the time they're casting in the southeast, they get to regional casting, get to these wonderful casting directors, which is not to belittle them or belittle regional casting, like the, the Finn Cannons, um, uh, Tracy Kilpatrick, uh, our, there's RPM casting, um, Jackie Birch, like all these like wonderful casting directors that I've worked with that are regional um they they they've got an important job and 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 it's easy to view that as just like kind of whatever's trickled down to them and and that we get the leftovers but i've i've gotten a shot at some good stuff ultimately and um and it's uh and 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 i know other people whose careers have grown similarly that's that you know just put in the time long enough and if if i ever had fled to New York or LA, I probably would not have amassed the credits that I have on my resume. Um, they got me doing the, the headier stuff that I'm doing now. I had to kind of slog through some cop number ones and you know, the one-liners and stuff. And, you know, and now I don't do that anymore. <laughs> You're a DA. Barely. It all paid off, right? <laughs> and, knock on wood poo 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 it, nothing's uh, everything's finite so <laughs> so the character you play in the staircase uh jim harden did mm-hmm. you study the real jim harden oh, yeah. for your character or did you put any of yourself into the character i did i studied i um there's not a whole lot of me there um I, because he's a real person i mean i mean there's i I certainly, as an actor, you you relate to 
you relate emotionally. You know how, you know, you understand the emotions. You don't detach as a human. You, you figure out your, the connective tissue between you and the, the person you're playing, whether it's a, a, a real person or, a, you know, one that's fabricated from the ground up. Um, but, uh, but being that he was real, yes, I studied him intently and, uh, and watched, watched, watched the documentary, watched way too much court TV, that whole case. I mean, I watched so much of it and uh, lots of interviews with him, read articles about him. Um, and then ultimately, um, after, once, I, once I got the role, uh, Parker Posey, who plays Freda Black, in the series and who I just adore and, and um, admire so much. She's just one of my favorite actors has been before this show. And, and to anyway, to get paired up with her was just a real dream. That was so cool. Uh, but she, um, she can, she reached out to me after we got cast and we found out that we were going to be the, the prosecution team. She, said hey let's talk to Jim so she arranged a zoom call with Jim Harden and uh, we spoke to Jim for and this very seat uh, I was sitting on, on a zoom call with Jim Harden for almost two hours and he talked to us and gave us a lot of insight about who Freda was because unfortunately you know, Fred is no longer with us and uh, Parker didn't have that as a reference but to, to have Jim's insight about her and just to get him speaking to us one-on-one uh, -on -one was so beneficial like just to get this very human um side of them just the the side the side that's not in a courtroom or in front of microphones or, um you know just to have conversation with them was was great and he's a great generous guy and so yeah um i did study him and wanted to and he's he's got such a specific way about him and definitely a specific way of speaking that Durham dialect and um, he and just he's just so kind of methodical and as he puts it professorial in his approach um, that I want I, I wanted to get that because anybody who's familiar with the documentary or with the story you know I, those people will have their eyes out and certain you know the other act not every actor is obligated to do that but he was so particular i wanted to do that with him and i knew that parker was going to be pretty particular with freda so i wanted us to be balanced so you're a great team you all did fantastic together thank you i think so too i'm i'm hoping we get to team up on something else sometime that'd be great we'd love to see it <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yep. we're gonna do the spinoff um yeah Harden and black. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So the different parts you've played, do you have a favorite role that you've played so far? Um, favorite role? I, I don't know. Some of my favorite roles were probably uh, roles that I got to do on stage um, uh, back in Wilmington. Did a lot of theater there. But uh I mean, you know, every, uh, I always, I'll say one, I'm terrible at absolutes. Um, <laughs> I, li I live in a fuzzy world. Uh, Jim Harden was one, I mean, in part just because of the, the experience, just that whole experience and, and who I get and, you know, teaming up with Parker and working with Antonio Campos. Um, Jim Harden was, was one. Um, favorite I I don't know um th there's I got to play this guy uh this guy uh, Tim who is an interesting complex weird character in a show called Happen Leonard uh in the third season of that uh, that was a fun kind of oddball character to to portray um who like had some significant uh demons under the surface and stuff to play something like that um that was that was a lot of fun and then to play uh i was in the underground railroad uh barry jenkins the limited series um and i played this guy judge smith for that that was 
I, one, again, that was just a, a dream project to be a part of. I mean, Barry Jenkins is brilliant and, um, and the story is just brilliant and heartbreaking. And um, anyway, to, but to, to play somebody from that time, finally, like who was a little more nuanced than I, I played like the slave catcher and, and white, there aren't that many uh, white dudes on the right side of the, on the right side of history in that region in that time, you know, uh, and so, but here, but I did, it was a little more nuanced and he, he did, uh, he was more benevolent than a lot of the people of that period that I played. So that was, but, but still not, not perfect. I mean, there, you know, there's still the good, good is relative, you know, uh, and your morals are relative along the timeline. And so the good guy back then is still has some, some iffy, um, uh morals and ethics i think uh but that was that was a really cool role too something we ask everybody is is there a favorite tv show that you would love to have a chance to work on or a favorite actor you would love to work with mm. oh man um so many options i know i know it's just too there's God, there's too much um and and this is not um, a, uh, it's probably not a popular or smart answer to give, but one of my favorite shows was Louie on HBO. Um, oh, yeah. It was a brilliant show. And oh. um, just the t a, sh a show, shows like that that have that kind of tone mm -hmm. that are funny, but they don't, but it's not, it's not a yuck, yuck comedy. I mean, they're, because I, I really do love comedy and I wish I had more opportunities to do it. And I try to imbue a lot of my characters with a little bit of humor because even in the darkest times, I mean, there's, there's something funny. There's yeah. the, and, and that, and that show was funny, but didn't shy away from sadness or, 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 you know, tragedy or what, you know, um, and it didn't shy away from seeing the humor in intensely sad or weird or screwed up situations um stuff stuff that's just nuanced like that would be like i would love to be a part of something like that i mean and you can even um i'm trying to think of other shows like barry is a show right out there right now that's, mm -hmm. that's one of my like husband's that. favorites oh it's great it's great <laughs> i mean it's it's hilarious but then it's just so it's so it's dark, dark too it's oh, dark yeah. and hilarious i like it <laughs> yeah um yeah there's there's so many out there but shows of that ilk kind of are um yeah, draw draw me and and uh for that matter like better call Saul, um <laughs> uh, breaking bad i mean those like there really dark shows, <laughs> usually know. every time we ask anybody this answer breaking our two bad. most popular answers are breaking bad and ozark yeah mm almost I could maybe a, only a handful of people have not said either one of those two shows I, I missed the boat on Ozark and I, I I auditioned like a handful of times and just never never got in there but that was a that was a, a fun show a lot of my I've gotten to see a lot of my friends on that show oh, nice. uh, but uh but yeah I never got in there but yeah uh, J, uh Jason Bateman I think is a is a brilliant creator and uh writer director um so uh, it, it would it would be really cool to to work with that fellow one of these days yeah definitely we yeah and actually so speak uh, sorry going back to louis no, like two of my favorite episodes of television were from that show and they, and it was interesting that and parker posey was in one of them mm -hmm. and uh, maria dizia um who um I can't remember. Oh, she plays Lori in Staircase. She plays Kathleen Peterson's sister, Lori. Okay. She's one of the she's one of the sisters. Okay. Um, and so like it was just and the, really there are these two episodes of Louie, like Maria's in one, Parker's in the other, and then I, I'm working with both of them, <laughs> and, and and on the show and like and we were out and uh, anyway that was that was just crazy um, that mm -hmm. that 
all of a sudden I'm, I'm there working on on something with those two. They're brilliant actresses, both of them. That is yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. So we uh, have a few questions from our different social media um, <clears throat> places, and Shelby is going to ask those. Bring it, Shelby. So from Facebook, um, Eve asked, she said, the ladies on Drama Queen have mentioned that you come from an improv background. Can mm. you tell us a little bit about your improv days? Um, I'm still living them. Uh, yeah. Awesome. I, uh, yeah, I, it started off, um, I was a part of a sketch comedy troupe in Wilmington. Sketch, uh, not improv. We, we resorted to improv. Uh, <laughs> when we'd forget our lines, but that was frequent. Um, changing channels, uh, some of my best friends in the world came from that, Sandy, um, yeah, Sandy Vaughn, Sam Robison, Chris Hendricks, uh, Dean Jones, Jeff Pollock, Brandy Laney. My wife joined up, uh, joined up in there, um, Val Watkins. I mean, just anyway, some of the funniest people and best friends in the world. And, and we, we wrote some really blue humor it was all like sex pee pee poo poo jokes. And, <laughs> and that's why we thought that it was brilliant. And it, it kind of was. Um, but I did, I was a part of that for like eight years. And then there's a, a group called The Other Side in Wilmington that let me come and play with them. And they'd come and be in the sketch show every now and then. Um, uh, uh, Mike Holmes and um, Brian Prince, Jeremy Griffin, Kristen Foster um early austin all these uh, cool cool cats and that oh and mike holmes from that show plays Dwayne deaver the blood spatter expert oh. and uh, and staircase so mike oh. and i have been on stage together before in wilmington uh with the other side improv comedy troupe so i did some improv then uh, my wife and i did uh ucb uh level one of ucb in la level two in new york um, and, and then moved here to Charleston five years ago, and we've been performing, we're, um, company members with Theater 99 Improv Comedy Troupe, um, on Meeting Street. It's a great, great company. So as often as I can give them a free slate, uh, as often as I can have an open schedule, I go and play with those guys and they're brilliant. Um. Brandy Sullivan and um, and uh, <laughs> Brandy and Greg and uh, and Camille Loman, um, yeah, Greg Tavares, Brandy Sullivan. They, those are the two founding members, and they're just brilliant. Uh, and and I use that word, I, I use that word so much it loses meaning, but I mean it. <laughs> like, I don't use it lightly. They're they're funny, awesome people, and and um, so do an improv still today, do a long form, short form. And it's one of anybody who says that they want to get into acting, that they want to do screen acting. I recommend Im improv for them because I think that's one of the, anytime I'm doing it, I feel like I'm a better performer. Like I'm better, I'm a better auditioner. I'm, I'm just more on my toes. It's all about listening and honest response. And, um, it's a it's just really good acting exercise so yeah so that's a little improv Woo! theater 99 go see it on meeting street <laughs> so to follow up on that this is a question just that popped into my head while you were talking um i know you talked about on outer banks some of the younger actors do like they improvise on some of their lines i know i've read articles about one tree hill that jackson would remind people of their lines when they forgot them. Did you guys get to improv on One Tree Hill or was that more of his little job? <laughs> less so, uh, there was less improvisation. You know, um, who, Paul Johansson, who played Dan Scott, uh, actually encouraged it more than any director that I worked with there. And he was, he was great and fun to work with as a director because he would, he would loosen it up. Um, you know, being an actor and an actor's director, he knows you can find gold like that. But that was, it was very different. It was network television. And so, and those scripts, um, you know, if you want to change a line, they're like, well, we've got to, call. so they got to call, call a writer and get a, get approval. And I don't know if that was always the truth. I mean, that was 
since my character was a little more ancillary, they were like, <laughs> I wouldn't get as many takes as other people. They did, you know, they're like, if you could just hurry up and get through your stuff so we can get the camera to Chad or to <laughs> anyone else. And so I, I was given probably a little less leeway than maybe some other people, but I, but part of it was also just, that's the kind of show it was. It was tightly written and so less, less opportunity for it there. But it's, but, but, but there are other um, like um, all the uh, rough house shows like uh, Eastbound and Down and Vice Principals, Righteous Gemstones. Those guys operate on a very improvisational level. They, they, they've got scripts, but then you have entire takes where they're just like, get from A to B, however you want, have fun. And yeah, but not one trio. Um, so from Patty on Facebook, um, she wants to know when season three of um, Outer Banks will be out. Do you have a release date? I don't. Um, I know we'll be shooting. I mean, but it's usually been like like four or five, six months after we get done shooting the season. Okay. Um, so I don't. I, I'm <laughs> yeah. Pro I'm probably late late spring early summer um not this spring <laughs> uh, but yeah i have no idea I, I, I anything i would say would just be a stab in the dark so yeah so sometime in the future <laughs> that's good enough for me <laughs> as long as it's coming out that's what matters yes that's right <laughs> um so jolie on facebook she said um, on One Tree Hill and um, Outer Banks, who was the funniest person on set and who made you break the, your character the most? On One Tree Hill, the funniest person on set was probably me. Um, just kidding, <laughs> but not really. Um, now, you, know, you know who was funny? Uh, Antoine. Antoine Tanner was pretty damn funny. <laughs> he, I can that see dude. that. Um, he that's a funny guy <laughs> so if we yeah we, we would crack each other up a lot um but nobody i mean you know you on that show the if you if you broke if you break character or whatever it'd be because somebody screwed up the line or or because somebody took a terrible like break the ball or what you know um so what and what where where else did it go in outer banks yeah, who's the funniest Mm -hmm. um again that's probably me um <laughs> so they need me around more uh oh it's funny um all the, everybody everybody's pretty damn funny um madison bailey's pretty funny she's like she's <laughs> she's funny she's like <laughs> she's she's just yeah she's she could be funny uh Rudy, Rudy's a funny dude, but uh, you know, um, JD, uh, Jonathan Davis is that guy, that guy will crack you up. He's, and, um, and he's actually expressed interest in wanting to come up and play with us at Theater 99 sometime. Mm -hmm. So I hope, and those guys, they're, they're all sweet. First season, you know, before season two, the season of COVID, um, uh, they, they would, they were very supportive and would come out to see our shows at Theater 99, so uh jd's pretty darn funny and as far as breaking character i mean yeah no like yeah no nobody's really really gotten me to break yet on that show and i'm not i'm not extending a challenge uh, <laughs> uh, i think i hear a challenge <laughs> uh, you, you, you know you know who's really damn funny is um chip eston who plays mm -hmm. warden uh he's a funny dude we all really Big like Ward. But. Yeah. Oh, he's uh, he's great. He's just uh, we're not supposed to like him, but, but you know how do you not? He's, he makes he makes it hard not to like the dude. Exactly. He does. he does. So Poke Princess on Twitter said, "What uh, was your what was that?" Uh, Poke Princess. That's Pogue all. Princess. Poke. Okay. Pogue. Pogue. Good, gotcha. Pogue Princess said, "What was your favorite thing about One Tree Hill, and what do you miss the most?" I mean, the, the 
the favorite thing would would just be that um, that kind of that group, just that that family, you know, that family dynamic that that uh, that gets there, and just like when 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 everybody would be would be gathered, which was rare that you'd have a lot of the cast members and 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 a scene, but like when we'd shoot the the basketball games um and you'd have and you know everybody would Moira would be there Barry would be you know all all the adults would be there and, <laughs> and all the um and all the high school kids would be there and so and like so between shots you know you've got everybody mixing it up and um that was that was always really cool and just shooting out at the river court was nice that's just so beautiful there on the Cape Fear River and oh, yeah. um just those chill days of shooting out uh, the river court, looking at downtown Wilmington from that view is just, it's nice. It's peaceful and you got good company. Um, miss all that stuff. Okay. Um, so Eve said, which cast member would you say is most like their character on One Tree Hill and which is the most different? And if you want to, you can answer that for Outer Banks too, if you want. Ah. Uh, Okay, most like a character, which is most. Um, I, you know, hmm, that's tough. Uh, I, I, I don't know. That's a tough one. Hillary, you know, Hillary is um, everything that she wound up bringing to Peyton. I think some of this is like the chicken or the egg because that's another show where through the years, the everybody became their characters came into clearer view and, and in, in part because of what these actors who were maturing and evolving brought to it. And so like, you know, by the end of the whole, by the end of the run, I think, you know, the, the Hillary Payton line was very, was thin. I mean, you know, they were, they were very similar. Um, um, but who was not like, Characters. Um, I th you know who was most uh, Antoine uh, skills was very that I mean that's that was Antoine um, so uh, uh, by and large I mean he was he was funny as hell and uh, Paul is a really funny dude too on that show by the way uh, but um, that may be the most similar Antoine skills thing mm -hmm. uh, dissimilar. Um, that might be Paul, uh, you know, the Dan Scott, the thing playing, playing the bad Dan, playing the bad dude. I mean, Paul's a funny guy. Dan, you know, Dan, Dan was a smart ass and funny. They had some similarities as far as, you know, they, uh, I think a, a healthy dose of, um, self-confidence in, in both Paul Johansson and Dan Scott, uh, but I, but Paul was very aware of it and and, a, and in a funny way and a, and a good dude. So I'd say those are probably uh, diverse. That, that uh, yeah. Anyway, so um, and as far as who's most like their character in Outer Banks, um, hmm. That's a tough one. Um, you know, I, I, that, that, that's that's a really tough one uh, because I mean there are there are there are aspects for all of them. Who's it's it's almost easier to say who's least like their character. Um, I don't know, and I, I'd almost I'd almost say that uh, JD is probably is a lot like Pope, just in that except JD's a lot cooler than Pope, um, <laughs> but, uh, but, but he does, but he also, he's got, he's, he's got that, that cool kind of, um, kind of dork thing going on. Like he's like, he's, he's just a smart dude. JD's just a really smart and funny guy. And, and I see that, I see that in Pope too. I think, you know, he's a thoughtful guy. Um, and so, of course, it's very much not Ward. Uh, <laughs> right. I don't. 
thank goodness. He's not a murderous <laughs> guy. Um, that you know of, I mean. That I know of. <laughs> and, you know, and I mean, and for that matter, I'm, I am so far from a sheriff and from <laughs> that mentality of like, you know, yes, I might admonish these kids for, for this and that, but, uh, you know, I, yeah, I'm, I am not a shoop. Um, I'll tell you that. Um, they, yeah, they, it's interesting. I mean, because again, it's the same thing that I was saying with one trio, all those, all those guys, all those actors, those great actors, because of, um, I think Jonas was very smart. They bring so much of themselves to those roles. So there's, you know, it, it gets, it, it gets blurry, I'm sure. But I know that, um, like Madison Bailey, she does, she is not the Kiara. She's not the outdoorsy, um, whatever nature girl. She's like, she's a little, <laughs> Madison can be a little she, she, and, uh, and so it's, it's funny to, but she, she throws herself into that role so well. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so last um, social media question. If you could have played a different character in One Tree Hill, would, who would you have wanted to play? Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, being that I was like one of the older <laughs> cast members, I mean, of, of the younger, of, that was supposed to be younger, mm-hmm. like I'd wished I'd been more aptly cast I was 27 when it started and um and I know that's kind of common among shows like that but having just had a kid I was aging more rapidly (laughs) (laughs) and uh, (laughs) you know uh so I you know I loved I loved the I loved the Keith character I mean but I was too young to play Keith um that um that was cool and I you know I was, too, and of course, too young. I loved, I loved the, I was already like, you know, I loved the, the, the white coach, coach Durham, <laughs> like, you know, to have like that grizzled role, you can't do that when you're 27. So, um, I don't know if I had to pick something more age appropriate, uh, like mouth. I liked, I liked his, the complexities of, of his character. That was, that was cool. And I think Lee did great stuff with that. He's my favorite. Mm-hmm. he's a good dude um fun fact he he went to wake forest where my father was a professor um for four years and my dad was his advisor oh how fun oh, wow. before we ever before we ever crossed paths on the show that's cool it's cool yeah okay. yeah uh, let's see so moving on. amanda has a fun little game that, that we want to play real quick so i'll let her oh. tell you about that all right so we just a few episodes ago well last couple interviews last couple interviews we started playing rapid fire questions oh boy i'm sorry i said oh boy oh yeah so (laughs) it's pretty much the first thing that yeah it's really fast and it's the first thing that kind of comes to your head don't worry i won't trick you (laughs) there we go there we go there you go yeah nope yep okay rapid fire all right Ready? I think. All right. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Music or podcasts? Music. Cake or pie? Pie. Football or basketball? Eh. <laughs> um, <laughs> playing or watching? Watching. Basketball. Movies or TV shows? Movies. Burgers or tacos? Tacos. Do you eat your taco from the left or the right? What kind of a... <laughs> um, Every time from, I get to do it. Every time I get to do it. <laughs> from the right. From the right. You you from the right. Yeah. My right <laughs> of the taco is right. Uh, um, Which way yeah, do you go? Right. Do you move your head? <laughs> yeah, that's it. All right. Um, I love burgers. I'm a good burger. I just stopped eating. I don't do red meat anymore. So. Oh, I know. My doctor said I got to stop eating red meat. Fun. Um, passenger or driver? 
driver. Ninjas or pirates? Pirates. <laughs> Good. Creamy or crunchy peanut butter? Mm. Uh, cr- uh, crunchy. crunchy. It's a hard one, I know. I've, I've been creamy are. so long because I've, I've just bent to the will of my family. So. <laughs> um, I, I already know your answer to this one, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Comedy or horror? Comedy. Uh, ranch or blue cheese? Ranch. Cookies or brownies? Cookies. Karaoke or dancing? Karaoke. Summer or winter? Summer. <laughs> tough. It's tough. I know. Big win. Um, big win. Last one. Pickles or olives? Pickles. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> How'd I do? You did great. Awesome. Okay. Very yeah, quick. <laughs> and the last thing that we have, or last set of things we have, is a brand new segment that we're starting. So you get to be our, our guinea, guinea pig. pig here to see if it okay. works. But these are going to be most likely two questions. And so you want to answer them with, you can choose One Tree Hill or OBX. Whichever one comes you to your mind to, first. You don't yeah, have to do both. <laughs> right. You don't have to do both. But you can pick which character from those shows you think is most likely to do these things. Okay. 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 All right. Um, let's see. Most likely to marry someone they just met. Um, uh, uh, um, I'd say, um, uh, uh, that would be, uh, from, <laughs> sorry, from Outer Banks, that'd be Barry. Uh, okay. <laughs> I see that. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Nick Cirillo, that, that's, that dude, what a, what a cool dude. Uh, and, uh, Mary, mostly a married person they just met, uh, I don't know. I'll, I oh man, I'm, I'm, I've been disengaged from One Tree Hill for a minute. I'm going so, Lucas. Uh, I'm going to help you. I'm going Lucas. Lucas. He's very. He wears his heart on his sleeve. He's very quick to jump into romance. It's true. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll agree with you, Lucas. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. Um, most likely to get drunk and lose their wallet or purse in life. <laughs> um uh, most likely to get drunk lose their wallet or purse um <laughs> um i'd say uh from <laughs> and you can do either pick. or you don't have to do both if it's yeah. that's okay <laughs> um i'll go uh i'll go rudy on oh. uh I'll, I'll go jj that would have been my answer. Uh, <laughs> um, and um, get drunk, lose while I'll go Coach Durham, Coach Wiley Durham from uh, okay. Montreal. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Okay, most likely to help you cover up a crime. Ooh. Well, <laughs> that'd be a race. <laughs> um or yeah right i don't know right for barry i don't know barry will sell you out um, barry would sell you out yeah 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 rafe would rafe would be your guy probably um and help you cover up a crime that would probably i mean dan scott but i mean he would you know he would he would want his pound of flesh but yeah yeah. You have He's to do something for it. commit the crime, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Most likely to get lost in their own hometown. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. Um, in their own hometown. Who's the airheads? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Who, who, I mean, who would it have been from, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think it might be Junk and Fergie from from One Tree because <laughs> yeah. uh, you know they weren't always with it. I think there was an implication that there might have been some substances involved um, with those guys. So I think they could easily uh, lose themselves. Um, Outer Banks get lost there in hometown. I mean, they killed their their own hometown is so tiny. It's little. <laughs> it's little itty bitty Kildare County. Uh, so. Um, I'm just I'm just gonna throw. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, JJ's drunk all the time, so maybe it's him. Sure, sure. We'll go we'll, another one for JJ. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll do one more. Uh, most likely to become a social media influencer. <laughs> um. That would be oh, uh, who who's the who's the Aussie um, the blonde Australian woman and I can't even remember what she had a brief storyline in Montreal. Oh. Um, uh, her. <laughs> yeah. She came to the door. She flashed mouth. She. Uh, oh, gosh, why do you remember this? And and there like she got a smoothie dumped on her. Or did she dump a smoothie on someone else? I'm trying to. Anyway, her. Her. Okay. Montreal. Um, I mean, also, well, Brooke, uh, I mean, I think Brooke too. I mean, she would have done it, but in a savvy way, not an obnoxious way, but in close up rows, she would have figured out, you know, she would have wrangled the whole social media thing to her advantage for, for uh, close up rows for sure, in a good way. So let's let's change it. Switching it up to her, Brooke, um, and influencer. It's so uh, I, I would I would go immediately to Madison Bailey, but that's Madison Bailey. That's not Kiara. I don't know. Um, it's probably it's got to be one of the kooks. Uh, so, I mean, I'd it would probably be uh, it would probably be like Topper or Kels yeah. or something. I can see yeah, that. He's mm-hmm. out. Yeah. All right. Or maybe even Rose. Rose you know. can do it. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Definitely. <laughs> so our final question to everyone on these interviews is just we want to give you an opportunity to um, tell us about any upcoming projects you might have that you want to promote. And then if you want to share your social media so that people can follow you, you can do that too. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, as far as projects coming up, um, the, if you haven't watched it, uh, the staircase. Oh, my lamp's falling. There we go. Um, uh, the staircase on HBO Max. Um, episodes one through five out right now. There are eight episodes in the series. It's a limited series. Um, it's great. Um, true, you know, true crime um, drama retelling of this crazy, uh, crazy thing. And I play. We got a big role. In the first four episodes and come back in the in the last episode um i played the, the da uh the prosecuting attorney jim harden and that really excited wonderful cast colin firth and tony collette um patrick schwarzenegger uh, everybody in the world is in it uh parker posey um michael stuhlbarg plays the d- defense attorney he's he's just incredible he's um so many good actors, Odessa Young, uh, Dane DeHaan, um, Rosemary DeWitt, Maria Dizia, crazy cast. It's just, it really is. It's, yeah. it's insane. And it's an amazing Antonio cast. Campos, yeah. yeah. Um, Antonio Campos, great writer, director. Um, anyway, check it out. That's, that's really cool. Uh, there's also another true crime, um, story coming out it was um if you look it up it'll it'll be on apple tv dropping july 8th it's called blackbird um i've got a little i've got some stuff in there um but that's with taryn edgerton and um um paul walter hauser uh so good and um uh greg kinnear real good uh so that'll be on apple tv and um that's it that's it for right now i've got some other irons in the fire nothing i can like 
really uh, speak on, but uh, but yeah, there's there's yeah. some other cool stuff afoot that I hope I'll be able to talk about soon. Okay. Well, if you ever, when when you are able to talk about those, if you ever want to let us know, we can promote those, you know, Great. in our groups and stuff like that. So yep. just, just let us know. We'd be glad to do that. Well, thank you, Janet. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll do it. Absolutely. Well, I guess that's it. And we appreciate, it? We did it. you know, uh, you coming on to talk to us. If um, <clears throat> for all of our listeners, make sure to Come join our Facebook groups. Um, we have the One Tree Hill Scott Family Fan Club, um, OBX, the Poke Family Fan Club, and then uh, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. That's all fandom family chats. And if you have any, um, you know, just questions or anything you want to share with us, you can always email us at familyfanclub2021 at gmail.com. And again, Colin, we appreciate you joining us. Okay. This has been a good time. Thank you so much for having me. It was it was a joy, and uh, yeah, thanks for some thoughtful questions. Oh, and I forgot. Yes, I am. I'm Cullen Moss on Instagram, and uh, and I think I'm just as um, original as far as my uh, my handle on Twitter. I think I'm also I'm at Cullen Moss on Twitter. That's easy to remember. Perfect. So it, yeah. it, it's hard to find me, but Twitter, yeah. and Instagram, come come check me out. Definitely. get to know me ish Definitely. <laughs> thanks so much for having me you guys uh, it was all a right. joy so. all right thanks yeah, yeah thank, you. Thank, thank you thank you thank you take care y'all you too bye-bye loving our content subscribe to our youtube channel and don't forget to share our podcast with your family and friends we want to continue the conversation with you you can find us on instagram twitter or tiktok under fandom family chats or one of our ever-growing facebook groups by searching family fan club we've also launched a website Family Fan Club 2021 at Wixsite.com. You can email us there and keep checking it for announcements and merch coming soon. And of course, be sure to tune in every week for new episodes discussing all your favorite shows. <laughs>